Before we begin this week's episode of Put It On Record, I do want to apologize for the audio issues we were having. Um, half of it is due to Zoom and having a poor connection. The other half, frankly, was because it was 4:20. But another great episode. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms, mainly Instagram.com/slash Super Music Directors, and tell a friend about the podcast. Peace. Suck my dick. <laughs> Should I bang, wear my bang like this for the whole? It's a little swoop. Oh, uh, I'm definitely putting this on Twitter. <laughs> I might just put this part. We ain't talking about nothing. Um. Am I giving auntie or am I giving auntie? Okay. Very much so. <laughs> you giving doo for sure. I'm giving five heartbeats, 100%. Yes. All right. Um, so, yeah, this is episode 15 of Put It On Record, um, the podcast about DJing hosted by DJs. I am one, I'm one third of your co-host, um, DJ Byrne, um, a.k.a. Smack Your Favorite DJ. Rest in peace, DJ K. Slay. Um, and I have my oh, other goodness. two co-hosts are here. We, are we starting with violence today? What's happening here? <laughs> um, Don't fret is in the building. And Recio. Um, yeah, we definitely got to start by saying uh, rest in peace, DJ K Slay. Um, he yes. unfortunately passed away uh, due to complications from COVID. I I had just thought the other day, like you know, he went in the hospital. I never heard anything about him. Um, coming out or whatever, and I ju- I was just about to tweet that, and then I saw that I actually woke up to that Thanks. news. Um, so shout out to him. Um, I think I'm like everybody else that just found out that there's something clicking. Is that my headphone? Can y'all hear that? Is it me? No, it's like I don't hear nothing. It's not consistent with anything y'all doing. So you know what? Oh, I guess I hear it now, but I don't know what it is. I'm gonna try here. I'm sorry. I'm gonna pause. I'm gonna cut this out. I'm gonna put these headphones in because I swear it only happens with the AirPods. Okay, I don't know. One sec. Are you using the measure mic too? No. Girl, he don't know. He's in the fucking clouds right now. Okay. <laughs> he don't fucking know. He ain't on oh, earth. God. Look at his face. <laughs> that needs to be the, the that's what he <laughs> need to put on too exactly why he talking about my doo-wop yeah once again big shout out to uh rest in peace to dj Casey. shout out to his family i guess i found out like most of the people in the world uh when he died that uh he was a real famous graffiti artist back in the day um and he's like i guess he's touched every aspect of hip-hop like he's really a what you would consider a legend because he did graffiti rap right. he probably break dance too so that's what um, I was about to say. But yeah, that was one of his nickname nicknames, Smack Your Favorite DJ. Um, this is probably not the time for it, but I mean, maybe it is. Uh, go on YouTube and search DJ K Slay, DJ uh, Clue Beef, and there's a 20 minute argument where just K Slay just yelling on Clue. You know, Clue's not really a um, a loud talker. He's like soft spoken, and K Slay was just like getting his ass paws. Um, so that's on YouTube. <laughs> Check it out. Also check out the intro to Cameron. Come home, come home with me. He on that. He's saying some uh, problematic, cancelable shit, but it came out a long time ago. So, <laughs> um, came out a long time ago. 
I can't I can't even repeat on the podcast what he said, but just go check it out. So um how's everybody's mentals? Life is life right now. I don't know about y'all, but I wish I had one weed. <laughs> um, I'm good. Life is lifing, but I'm just, you know. I'm you almost holding done with on. your semester. That's me. <laughs> that break was me dancing, though. <laughs> Pro- progress. Yeah. Um well, I mean, I I mean, unfortunately I can't say I feel the same. Um everything is good. Like I'm I'm unemployed, but life couldn't be better <laughs> right now. Um I feel like that's something unemployed niggas say though. Because I I ain't got no responsibilities. Life is good. Yeah, nigga. I ain't got nothing to do. Life is good. Because I ain't got to wake up at 4 o'clock anymore. Um, But yeah, uh, just came off of a busy weekend. Um, I do want to tell you about the wedding I did because weddings are... um, So, as I probably said on the podcast before, I only take referrals for weddings because I'm I'm not a, um, a utility. I'm a creative. And so if you just mm-hmm. want somebody to play music at your wedding, I can't do that. But if you fuck with me and, you know, you heard me at the club or you heard me somewhere else and you thought I was dope, you want that at your wedding, that's what I'm there for. So I tried to do like a day in the life of a DJ thing. So when I got in the car, I recorded a little video of me packing up the car. As soon as I start driving, I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm like recording no more. So <laughs> I'm going to pay uh, my guy, uh, Review Media, to follow me around on one of these gigs so we can get some real behind-the-scenes footage. But um, it was at Jorgensen Farms, which is in New Albany, technically, I guess. That shit's out there. Um, I've been there before. They have a It's an old barn that has been reconditioned into a event venue. And outside, they have a uh, greenhouse where people have their ceremony. Now it's a greenhouse. So no matter what the weather is, it's hot as fucking air. So, mm-hmm. but luckily they had a four piece string quartet. I guess that's what quartet means for so a string quartet, um, for the ceremony. So I ain't, I ain't have to, uh, play no music, but oh, they, nice. but they, but they needed microphones for the fishing or whatever. So I said that my, mm-hmm. you know, I, I got my 12 inch speakers, um, and wireless mics for that. I still haven't fi- fully figured out how to use the lapel mic. That's what I was just about to ask if you use that this time. It's because you know it's a balance between being loud enough so that you're not talking into the mic, but not too loud so that it catches the echo too. That's one of the things that people don't understand. Is like when you're using the mic, you hold it so far away from your face, then when DJ's got to turn the speakers up. Then there's an echo because yeah. you can't just you got to move the mic closer to your mouth. But anyways, um, so. Ceremony was easy. Um, this couple, he is a women's basketball coach, and she works at works at. They both work at some school, uh, some some university in West Virginia, I think. Um, but her dad before see, when it comes to weddings and events in general, people would love to throw shit at you last minute. So he was like, "Oh, I got this recording of my daughter when she was ten from my phone. I'm gonna do a speech. I want you to play it." I'm like, "Oh, it's an MP3, sure, airdrop it, boom, and it's nothing." So. I just normally what I do is I'll set up a folder for the songs just for the reception in order, just a, a folder with just those songs in there and their MP3s. They're not off streaming because I don't want no problems. And they're not on my external hard drive. They're on the computer. So if the external mm-hmm. hard drive catch oh. fire or something, I still got <laughs> what I need, you know? <laughs> so there's no excuse for me not to play this music. So, um, yeah, the. Uh, the reception, um, you know, they had cocktail hour. And, and this is important. I was 
you know, testing my speakers or whatever. And so I was playing um, uh, Seb- Seb- Sebastian Michael, is that his name? Yeah, so I was playing that. Uh, Made for You, is that, is that the song, right? Oh, yeah! Yes, that's a good song. And the um, the day of person who had introduced herself to me earlier turned around and was like, damn, is, is that the mood we in? I, I'll never hear music like this uh, uh, here uh, any other time because it's always just like a regular like EDM or whatever. And so she's like, shit, uh, you do weddings all the time? And I was like, uh, well, and I gave her the speech I just gave y'all like, I like referrals because I can get my shit off and not have to just play shout or whatever. And she's like, well, <laughs> we definitely need these vibes up here because it don't just be white folks up here. So I'm going to get your number. I say all that to say, once again, you never know who's listening because I could have just played some bullshit and it just kept it moving. But I'm like, I'm going to try to set the tone. So for this uh, reception, this is the first time I had a wedding and they didn't um, individually announce the couples. It was just like, it wasn't mm. even the bridal party. The bridal party lined up in uh, in like a tunnel, and it was for the first time ever, Mister and Mrs. Blackburn, and they came out to plug walk, which is crazy. Okay. Um, <laughs> but um, right. mind you, and I'm only saying this, you know, I don't care. I'm only saying this because us as DJs, anybody listening, knows that this makes a difference. Uh, he is black, and she was white. But so you, normally, you would think like. Uh, as far as the music uh, have a certain expectation but it was all super cool about the music it was something any 25 year old listened to so whatever so anyways reception uh, uh, during dinner he said he wanted like they said like SZA Mac Miller vibes I'm like I don't know how Mac Miller fits but okay so I was just playing my normal (laughs) my normal new R&B wavy love type songs I I don't want to go too old school because they was young Um, Mm -hmm. he he was texting me like first of all, people are like bobbing their head a little bit, but ain't nobody like going crazy in their chairs. So I'm still like, I don't know if they're vibing or not. And he texts me like, "Can you play Wale that way? No rush though. You doing a great job." And I'm like, and he seems like, and once again, no offense to him, he seems like one of those people that say you're doing a great job, like just to, just to encourage you whether you're doing a great job or not. Also, he's a basketball. Daddy was coach. a coach, right? <laughs> right, right, right. So, so yeah. So um. So I, so I play that way, and then um, I think later he asked me for some. Oh, he asked me for uh, it's something off of Cushion Orange Juice, but it was a remake of a pop song. It's, damn, I gotta look it up. I'm sorry. So basically, it's it's something that doesn't fit SZA Mac Miller vibes, and I was I was surprised, but then I realized how old that oh, was. Oh, I know what song you're so- talking about. I can't think of the name. Sorry, that just like came to my head. It's two words. It's like, Mm-mm-mm. is it the statement? The statement. Whatever. So basically, it didn't fit the vibes, but I mean, it fit their age group though. So we do father daughter dance. Well, you know, all the, oh, no speeches. So he did the speeches, and so once again. This is important for DJs because people don't like talking into the mic and then you got to run around and um, make sure everybody's in order. Then you got to announce to people. This is all, this is all why you charge extra for weddings because you got to, you basically coordinating from an audio perspective. Um, But they all do their speeches and nobody cried until um, I played that note from her dad and the whole room, like it was like everybody's cutting onions. And so, 
Um, we got to the first dances and all that. Um, and yeah, I mean, uh, they wanted to open the dance floor with uh, no hands, walk a flock it. So I knew exactly what type of party this was. And straight to the shits. Right. And then so people just um, had a good time. Uh, I, I would say the highlights, though, is that, you know, once you're because you got to play for different age groups and it's a black and white couple. So you got to play for different crowds, too. And some of the people came from West Virginia, some from Florida. some So, you know, um, but always keeping a tuck. Uh, Lil John, get low. That's universal. Um, no, that's that's a like you. Well, anyways, um, is that? And, mm, go ahead. I would say that they love that song. I would they say that, that that's the raunchy version of Usher, yeah, because that works too in any crowd. Well, yeah, it works, but like, I don't know. I, I, my question was: Are the blacks going up for that song like we did when it first dropped? Though, like, you had to be um, there. I feel like it's a little different now. What do you think, Reese? Like, is it still is it still our I'm song? I'm gonna say or? the blacks don't. It's been appropriated. Yeah, that's what it's I'm saying. Like, it's oh, for us any, hmm. It's not ours anymore. <laughs> but that's how you can kind of mesh the two. Because if you play no hands and then you play get low, you kind of got you got everybody. I, like, think, I feel like I played get low at Orange Soda, one of the last ones, and it was just kind of like, hmm, that's cute. What's next? <laughs> I do think people like to take advantage anytime they can say. To swept drip down my balls. They anytime they can yell that out, especially if they're drunk, I think they will take advantage of that. Um, that's to include me, right? That's interesting. <laughs> I'm gonna have to check that song out and see if it does work uh, this weekend at Orange Soda, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, what is going on? This thing is broken. No, you're broken because you're high. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little high. <laughs> it's for you're buffering right now. <laughs> I, I'm high, but also I didn't get a job, so it don't matter. Yeah. Um, the problem is I can only hear one. whatever. So, um, what else do I want to say about the wedding? Oh, oh, there's a got to keep my dolly on. Keep your dolly on you. But there was a actually a, a spot to load in in the back, which I didn't know until I was completely unloaded. And somebody said, no. "Hey, you know you can pull up in the back." I'm like, "Well, now I know when it's time for me to unload." I mean, well, to to pack up. Um, lastly. I did want to say, don't laugh at me. I want to say that um, the groom texted me the next day and said, he was like, everybody had nothing but good things to say. Anytime I need a DJ, I'm going to call you. And I'm like, oh, that's great to hear. Congratulations. Tell your wife I said the same. Because um, I had no idea that night. Oh, a little itty bitty piggy. Definitely had. Because there were some people in there, and I was like, I think I see you at Callahan's. <laughs> so, and oh, and th- this was probably the first wedding. That I actually didn't know anybody. Like, mm-hmm. when I, like, literally, like, because usually the person that referred me uh, will usually be there. But a girl did come up, uh, a, a woman came up and said, um, You're doing a great job. I already knew when I walked in, I was like, Damn, I got DJ Burns. Gonna be, it's, it's going up in here. I'm like, Oh, thanks. And I, then, so, you know, I'm trying to process, like, Do I know you? Like, is it rude <laughs> if I say, Hey, what's your name again? Like, that's a whole nother conversation. But yeah, so I so, got him with the good to see you. Nice to see you. Now, you know, that's all I do is like, uh, you know, hey, how you doing? What's going on? Good to see you as always. Thanks for coming out. And that's the extent of the small talk. Um, but yeah, so the wedding was great. And um, I do want to say that. Did they feed you? 
Oh yeah, they definitely. Um, I, I can't remember if they asked me beforehand because I I got so many like consultations lined up, but uh, they definitely did feed me. And then the, the waitress, I'm like, can you give me some more water? And she's like, I can get it for you this time. I'm like, what that mean? And then she came back, <laughs> she came back with the water. Water was like, just so you know, there's water at the bar. And I'm thinking like, man, I am working here just like you are, right? Just like you. Now, if they would have never gave me a cup and a plate, none of that, I wouldn't expect nobody to bring me no water. I, it's, it's it's a courtesy, but you're serving me like anybody else sitting at the table. Like you know, so it's just, wild because when we did that wedding in September. People was running back and forth, making sure we were straight. Like, so right. it's just funny how, like, every situation is different. And I definitely don't put that on the bride and groom. That was a problem with the person I was talking to because she just didn't seem like she wanted uh, to be helpful. I don't know. I feel like the bride some, or if there's a coordinator, somebody needs to say, hey, make sure the DJ's good. Oh, DJ well. been here longer than all of us. Make sure the DJ <laughs> is hydrated. Make sure the DJ is fed. Make sure thing. the DJ you know, can get to the bathroom if they need to get to the bathroom. Like, let's make sure the DJ is taken care of. Yeah, they need to start treating us right in, in all aspects. But oh, I'm not going to call me for So I did have to get there at 1 o'clock, even though I wasn't even um, doing the ceremony. Like, I wasn't active in the ceremony. And that's the same thing I got to do for this wedding at uh, Memorial Day weekend. So that's got to be considered as well. Unless I set up my speakers, leave, and then come back. The wedding at Memorial Day weekend is um, the, the ceremony is at a different location. So I'll just be at the reception mm-hmm. area just early. I'll set my stuff up. And it's like around the corner. So I might set my stuff up and come back. But that was the weekend. That was the only gig I had this weekend. I do want to shout out uh, Sonic Blush and um, Calamari. I went to the event on Saturday night. It was a dope event. I like events like that. And I think that's why um, places like our bar need to come back because if you want to just go out, have a drink, and maybe like do a little shimmy with your friends, like in the corner, like you don't want to go full club. I feel like spots like that it, or were made for that. Our bar, bodega, where it's not a dance floor. You just, I mean, but you can have a good time in there. And they definitely did a great job. Um, there was a lot of uh, DJ edits of cool hip hop songs, like almost uh, selection esque. Um, can we talk it, about it? Not them. Shout out to the girls because. Love them both. But this this new um, TikTok reel era where they're remixing and editing all our fucking classics and favorites, like, is that, like, going to die down ever? Is that a thing now? Like, we can't just have a song be a song anymore? So, um, unfortunately, TikTok has only amplified that because people have been doing DJ edits for years uh usually they'll take something a faster song and put on like a slower beat yeah and like mm-hmm. or, or like you know just remix it and make their own beat to it so and producers and producer djs have been doing that for years so um, i think i'm just annoyed because like d'angelo lady just needs to be left alone like just leave it as it is like we don't need to speed <laughs> it up or slow it down we don't need to add a little twist on the beginning or the or the end Certain songs, I feel like we could just leave. I, I understand edits are a thing. I like edits. I have edits. I play edits. Um, but I just feel like some songs got to be left alone. And that's one of them. Um, I'm sure Rafael Sadiq and Hurricane Chris is not the uh, collab that we were all clamoring for. But um, <laughs> Tony, Tony, Tony anniversary and Ave Bay is all over the timeline. And like I said, you know, a good example of how this is a good thing is that um, that song... 
they used to play before Doja Cat's song on, on all those red light videos. Doja Cat ended up making the mm-hmm. song and, and uh, sampling that, so something good came from it. So that song mm-hmm. "Freak" came out after that. So, um, well, yeah, shout out to uh, Bodega, and there's a topic later on about um, getting what we deserve. That I want to bring up Bodega, um, so remind me of that because I am going to forget because I'm high. Um, so upcoming gigs, y'all got listen. My phone. I don't know about y'all. My phone has been banging for the past three. Every weeks. time y'all add something, I'm like, oh my gosh. And girl, and I can barely keep up. I'm like, like running up and down my iMessage thread. Like, did I respond to this person? Did I tell this person yes? Did I like? Right. I'm like all over the place with it. There's so many purple dots on my calendar, um, and that's not counting the shit I've turned down because I'm getting married, or the shit I've turned down because I'm double booked. Like after the the right. Sunday the Sunday gig that I just put down, uh, somebody hit me up for the exact same time slot on the exact day, and I'm like, damn, and that's the day you booked too. So I'm like, damn, yeah, we can't even do it. But uh, any gigs you want to highlight besides uh, Friday? Um, I mean, I've already brought these up. We have, I have the, uh, sorry, I'm looking at my calendar. That's why I moved my thing down. <laughs> I have the 5K on Saturday and on Sunday, um, it's an all women's DJ event at Seventh Sun. Sweet Tooth. What, uh, yeah, Sweet Tooth. I don't know what time my uh, set is. I don't think they've put out the sets yet, but yeah, that's on it'll be between it should be between six and eight my set on sunday for an hour um nice i had two gigs last weekend um the first one obviously was canceled due to the location shutting down and the second um was canceled just days before and the only reason i found out was because i text just to say hey are we good do i need to bring anything you have any particular songs you want me to play or not play and they're like oh yeah meant to tell you canceled or postponed when that happens yeah i was a little irritated because there were some things that i could have did um and when i followed up with them i mean it was a couple it was like i think i followed up with them on like monday or something so i mean it was like when was y'all gonna tell me like i was just gonna show up to the venue and nobody was gonna be there um and i didn't get a deposit on that one either Trying to be the nice guy. So that's cut. Yeah. I feel you on that. That's cut. Deposits are mandatory now. I'm about to be like the hair girls. Come washed and blow dried. Bring your own equipment. Wear your mask. Don't talk to me at all. If you bring food, bring me some too. Like all that shit. All of it. Can you, can you check real quick? Uh, I gotta cut this out too. Fuck. Can you check real quick, Ariva? Uh, make sure the mic is the input. What? Can you uh, check in- that your snowball is yeah, uh, the mic? Is selected you're in the on. Zoom. Yeah, it always is. I yeah, I checked it before we started recording. I don't know why it sounded different. I'm sorry. Um, all right. One, two, three, and go. Right. So, uh, yes. Yeah, my weekend events well i mean of course orange soda we are having orange soda this friday um me you liza and dj mr king 
It's lit. Big lit. Um, I want to be there so bad. You're not going to uh, be there? Is she going out of town? No, I'm going out of town. Girl, your hot girl summer, okay? Maybe you ain't girl. ever in Columbus. <laughs> I ain't mad at you. Nah. Um, oh, I, I forgot. I'm sorry. Uh, before that, C-U-L-Y-P uh, libations and conversations is going to be at Higher Hooker Lounge. Um, $200 dates is and et cetera is the topic. I'm kidding. I don't oh, know. fun. Um, and before that, I got the wedding rehearsal for that for the wedding I have on the 23rd, which is going to be at Vets Memorial. So, you know, they got money. Um, no, I'm playing. Uh, she probably listen to this. And uh, <laughs> Saturday night, I'm gonna be at Forum for the HBCU Celebrity All Star Game after party, um, called the post game show. Me and I'm, uh, I'm confused because I thought Orange Soda was the after party that changed. No, uh, the game's on Saturday, right? Yeah, and Correct. That did change. Okay, but originally when we first discussed it, Orange Soda was supposed to be the party for that event, right? Officially, no. We can talk about that off the podcast. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah. Uh, me and uh, DJ Chase and then Sunday just added is I'll be at Bernard's from 3 to 7. Um, Burnett Burns. I wish I thought of that before i said that <laughs> nah um <laughs> and then uh and then next wednesday you know what we, we forgot to do we didn't talk about why little ratchet so is not gonna be in here so she will be rescheduled um we had a conflict um so i know we supposed to have we promised her last week but she will be on here and next week we uh locked in a, a really good friend of mine um he would call me his mentor but i don't know like that's just my dude, you know what I mean. So DJ Nomadic, he's gonna be on here. Um, his history and his uh, perspective on DJing. Wednesday the twenty seventh, uh, it's a Women of Achievement banquet. Um, and they, they just called me last minute and said they need the the right vibes for that. So I'm gonna be for there. For a Women of Achievement event. Yeah. Uh. Okay. <laughs> I mean, hey, listen, man, they, they heard about me. Um, <laughs> and that's really it then the 29th we're we gonna be in jamaica i'm gonna try to f- find somebody with some equipment there and I, until like i just got married i'm a dj let me get it let me get a song off and we're gonna see um and you should be able to do that because when i went to mexico last year i was i was actually supposed to dj but baby i had too many drinks mm-hmm. <laughs> I've had one too many drinks. That's another song that don't get the shine it deserves. Um, <laughs> for real. Uh, so, yeah, that's the uh, upcoming gigs. Um, are we preparing for these? Um, are we just going to wing it? Um, I am. Sorry, looking at my calendar again. I am attempting to prepare for Orange Soda, but so far I'm not getting. I've been listening to like some different vibes. Not really, nothing standing out. So I don't know what's, we still have a couple days, but um, I, I don't know where I'm going with that just yet. For the 5K, um, I could pretty much play whatever I want to play as long as it's edited. So I'm thinking cookout vibes. Mm. Um, and then Sweet Tooth, I I think I'm going to do like 70s vibe, but I'm not sure. I feel like a lot of the girls on that um, bill might be in that, vibe already so i don't know i'll just see what jumps out at me i'll see actually i'm probably just gonna do what i usually do when i 
either don't have time to prepare or um, I can't come up with anything is I just survey the crowd and just kind of go from there. That's a, a talent that is um, doesn't get the credit that it, is, that it deserves. And if you can read the crowd, um, you're doing a lot better than a lot of DJs. So that's definitely something that I would, uh, I guess I didn't even really realize it with myself until somebody told me that that's what I liked about my DJing. So now I put it on anything like bio related. Um, I always feel, I feel pressure because there are a lot of times like, when I get rave reviews about a set and I'm like, I need you to understand. I had no idea I was playing any of those songs before <laughs> I got here. <laughs> so then when I really think about like, oh, okay. Like I, it's like, if I can spaz with no preparation, what can I do if I put my mind to it? And baby, when I try to put my mind to it, nothing comes to mind. Like I, I'm, I'm drawing blanks. I'm like overthinking it. Cause you know, I'm trying to make it really cool or, you know, do something mm-hmm. people's never heard, people have never heard before. So I, I have to find a balance between like prepping and just kind of going with the flow, going with the vibe. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I ain't preparing for none of this shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> and that's not cause I'm, confident in my abilities or any, for any other reason then it's so much going on that i don't i do very little preparation for gigs because i already got clean music i already know what to do with white people black people old people young people um and when it comes to events usually the person that's booking me i already know what they want i already know what the crowd want and i don't know i just be I just go what are your what are y'all thoughts on um pre-made sets like people that come and they just play like right down the in sequence one two three four five well you know i was doing that forever well i started out doing it but i mean like (laughs) once you've got some gigs under your belt i know some people frown on that they Mm -hmm. think you're like a shitty person if you do that and uh i remember asking crate about it once and he he made me this was earlier in my career, he made me feel a lot better about it. Um, he does not shame set lists. He's like, if, if that's preparation. That's practice. If, if you come in and you, you got the vibe going based off of something that you set up a week ago, it's all good. So I'm just curious what your guys' thoughts are on. I think as long as you can be flexible with it, mm-hmm. sure. Like if you are just going off the set list and ain't nobody vibing with it and you don't know how to get out of that pocket, whatever that pocket is, that sucks. Cause like, that's the service people are paying for. I mean, of course, you know, there's levels to it, but essentially that's, that's part of why they hired you. Facts. I just don't know um, for events who going to be there at what time. So, I mean, if you, I think you just said this, if you want to go with, buy a list, that's cool. As long as you can pivot out when necessary. Um, I, and I want to correct what I said earlier. I, I prepare up until the, the first song, like there's 10 different variations, 10 different songs. I, I might play first, uh, depending on if somebody else before me played it. And I usually go off what the first song is going to be and what BPM it is, but I normally don't go any further than that. So I do want to make sure that the first song, because usually a break in between DJs, right? So I do want to make sure the first song I play 
is the most impactful. So you'll be like, all right, well, yeah, he's starting out on a high note. So, you know, we're going to go crazy. Um, but that's that's as far as it goes. So um, speaking of uh, preparing, there's new mu- there's a bunch of new music coming out. I feel like people like COVID over. It's time to run these new albums up so I'm you can run these tours up. Thanks. Yeah. So out of, you know, all the recent announcements, is there anything that caught your attention? Like, oh, I can't wait to listen to that. Uh, I don't even know if I'm aware of any announcement. Like, can you just throw uh, one out, for example? Push it come out on Friday. Kendrick come out May mm-hmm. 13th. Oh, Kendrick. Future. Yeah, I'm excited to hear Kendrick. Future come out the 30th. Uh, I, I saw artwork for a Young Thug album. Oh, I didn't see Okay, that. so I'm a Young Thug. I don't know what he calls his high, but I'm in it. But that cover made me feel away, so I don't really know. Yeah, people was talking about how it was probably not proper timing with his baby mom just dying, and um, other people had jokes about uh, you know. But oh no, did they? I didn't even think about that till just now. It's giving a uh, easy artwork cover that game and Kanye song. I don't know. I didn't. I don't. Like yeah, it. but uh, somebody also compared it to DMX Flesh of My Flesh, and I'm like, okay, I can see that. But he, no, he was, he was in mean, a tub. It ain't the same. It's it's different. (laughs) Well. But I am excited to hear. I'm always excited to hear a Young Thug album or a song. Um, Definitely want to hear what Kendrick's been on. And who's the other person you said? Uh, Fuch. Apparently the the greatest rapper alive. Yeah, Elliot Wilson. That's going to be his first and last GQ interview because he's wilding. G, GQ just, uh, he, you know, they just, uh, they trying to draw attention. I, I get it. I mean, because some people, it's polarizing because some people think that, you know, the future hive is almost as strong as beehive. So those people think it. And, In Atlanta, for sure. And they keep saying that future got all classics, no misses. And I'm like, future. Oh, speaking, speaking of hives, did you see um, the barb? said that if um y'all didn't run the numbers up on what's that song she did with little baby do we have a problem uh-huh. she's going to push back the album it was we go up and no i did no it was not 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 fiveo fiveo is we go up yeah that's the song she's talking about oh, oh, oh you were correcting the song i know bad. zero things i got you got you got you got you so i didn't see that tweet until after i watched the video um and i was actually surprised though because when i did see the video it had been up for nine hours and it was under a million views and i thought that was kind of odd for her but i think the video sucks so (laughs) i you and y'all know i love that song right Right. so i was like i was i'm not into videos like i was when i was in middle school um now i'm not but um it wasn't giving what it was supposed to have gave Mm. It was yeah. I mean, I don't want to go in on it. I don't know if any barbs are gonna listen and then threaten my life on Twitter, but I did not love the video, but I love yeah. the song. Listen, if barbs can run this episode up, just to, <laughs> I mean, what you gotta do? Send me death hurts, nigga. Like, I mean, just block them. Uh, nah, I'm, I'm um, okay, so I've been trying to um get on board with the Cardi the Bronx Drill song, uh-huh. and I can't. I've I've listened to it. I'm on her story every day because she reposts all her 
fans, you know, making TikToks and reels and stuff. And I really just can't get into that. So I think it's because of Akon, but I'm not sure. I don't like it. And I like a lot of drill music. Um, she was the highlight of the song. I just don't like them other people. So And I she was the highlight, yeah. but even to me, like her verse was underwhelming. Mm. So that, uh, I like her voice on it. Yeah. I thought her, her voice matches was drill. Right, but I just felt like yeah. she her breath control didn't sound like it was up to par. I don't know. I, I just I can't get well, I'm she trying. Ain't never had the best breath breath control. I remember her first album, people was like, she is Really trying to enunciate yeah. some of these words. She got that thick accent too, so that doesn't help. Her accent I mean, is dumb thick. Okay. So since we're talking about new songs or songs that might be coming out, mm. um, we all heard that Meg clip. Yes. Yeah. From Coachella. Yeah, and then she was performing in the from car Martina too, right? Snow. Yeah. Is that the song that's coming out Friday? Do we know? That I don't know. We I haven't really. Know. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. Can't answer any of these questions. Gotcha. So the question is: Are we playing that Car- Cardi song or the Meg song in the club? Meg. <laughs> I don't know if that Meg song is gonna go off in the club. That's what though. I was thinking. Like they ain't no like ass shaking. That's rap along with a song with the song, but I don't know if it's right. ass shaking music. Like, it's like, definitely not ass shaking, but the girlies are gonna wrap up. They're gonna learn all the lyrics and they're gonna wrap us alongside that. Yes. How much of that last Meg release do you play in the club too? Because a lot of that was a lot of freestyles too. None of it. The girls love um, Megan's piano. Yeah, th- th- that's the only one I feel like. And you know, with. eat it. And I like that was a eating. single, I think. But I'm, I'm talking about like the other ones is like freestyle. She the had re- like the regular freestyles, no. Yeah, see, so I don't know. Um, oh, uh, Keelani also comes out on the 29th. Y'all Did let me know you call how that Keelani? <laughs> Keelani, no. Man, someone said Keelani. It sounded like you said Keelani. Man. He did say Keelani. I probably listen. <laughs> I'm gonna charge to the game. Um, damn, there's someone else that came out in um. May. Anyways, uh, it seems like, especially with Future coming out, there's going to be a lot of Future um, songs that go off in the club. And I'm not really a Future fan, but I, I definitely will sit down and listen to the whole album and go through and just see exactly um, what I think will work in the club. And more importantly, not the, whatever the most popular song is, but what the next song going to be. Because I feel like mm-hmm. that's how you... When I played, when when uh, Certified Love Boy first came out, people was all way too sexy and all that. I played Race My Mind, and somebody at our bar was in there like, oh my, like she's about to melt into the floor. So I'm like, <laughs> you got to... We got to get to the get to those songs and, and not just wait on whatever the right. single is. Um, and that's how you... like. Uh, somebody tweeted the other day about me playing um, Larry June in the club, and I'm like, "That's how I you... saw that." Yeah, I, I did. And what did it say? It said um, he's basically giving me props, and he said like, "I had just listened to the song in my car. I walk in, and that's the first thing I hear in our bar, and that just goes to his talent." Because I definitely did play it specifically for that person, not that song, because I didn't know, but I was like, "He like Larry mm-hmm. June, and I know he do, so I'm gonna play it." And somebody retweeted and said the same thing about a. Uh, a song off of, oh, I'm pretty sure it was never being off of Cushion Orange Juice. So, mm, I love that song. If you spend all night, that's why I played the itty bitty piggy at the uh wedding. Is is uh, was the bride's parents and uncles gonna know that song? No, but for the few people in here, it's gonna cut through and they're gonna be like, I've never heard this 
at a wedding before. I also forgot to tell you that somebody gave me twenty dollars to play fuck the police, and it was a white dude. I'm thinking like it hurt, and the bride's uh, father was a former military uh, marine military police. Um, he didn't like you wouldn't know like he's not one of them, so you wouldn't have known unless, unless somebody told you. But I'm I'm sure right. he probably didn't, feel, or maybe he didn't care because it's just music. But Baby, you and I had to pay me to play that, okay? Coming like, right. Right after this music, soul child. <laughs> Listen, man, I don't take money for requests, but if you put money in my hand, I'm not throwing it away either. Facts. So, yeah. um, well, I do want to take a break and uh, let's do a put you on. Um, of course, this is the segment where we put you on to good music, Purr. whether it's uh, new or old. I do want to shout out Malcolm for actually doing what I said I was going to do like three times. He went through and listened to every episode. And gave me every song in order. So the playlist is going to be made uh, soon. And then you'll be able to just hear all these songs that we've recommended over the past episodes. Yay. Thank you, Malcolm. We love you. Well, thank you. I do. I don't know about everybody. Uh, Anyway, so. Speak for yourself. (laughs) Nah, but um, who wants to go first? Because I don't got mine. Uh, I'll go first. I've been in a little um, R&B lane lately and my song is called ambience or ambiance however you want to pronounce that ambiance it's by nia sultana or tana but i'm gonna say tana because it sounds sultana sounds yeah sounds like moony yeah just like like resale this sultana period yeah now that's a vibe she's talking her shit on that song um when you hear the first eight counts, you probably don't expect like that's what she's gonna be to the subject matter, but now nah, it's a really dope vibe. Baby <clears throat> here, however, is uh, a little and she and she cute. She I think I believe she's from Brooklyn. I think she's a New York artist. That's, uh... <clears throat> um, I did go to her page and she only has like three or four songs um on streaming services. I don't know what she might have on YouTube, but the the songs that are on the title, they're all vibes. Mm. Okay. ACL. Um, I'm going in a completely different direction. Um, I don't know how to pronounce this woman's last name, so please forgive me. Um, but her name is Laura Mavula. Let's go with that. Mm-hmm. And the song is called Church Girl Church Girl, and it was actually on my like title discovery, and it came on, and I was like, is this a Whitney song? And it wasn't, but it had like that vibe. And um, she's kind of like, she, she gives me like Janelle Monae, um, but also just very like, I feel like she has to be like an 80s baby because like she gives me that. And like the two songs I say from her is like all pink. So I'm like, you were raised by Whitney some way, somehow. Um, but it's a very poppy, I guess, kind of R&B, but yeah, um, the song is called Church Girl. If I didn't already say that, Church. I may not have. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. Oh, she looked cute. I like this cover. What's um What's the lady's name? I hate that I can't remember her name right now. She had the show on, was it Netflix? With the shaved head? Brown? With the cheeks? She got... Oh, um, Michaela. That's what uh, she kind of looked um, like on this cover. Yeah, she does. She's really pretty. Damn. I'm sorry. Live from Twitter. 
Rapper ASAP Rocky arrested in connection with 2000. you shoot. late. You like You're trying to get a reaction out of me, and I'm gonna skip over that because I don't want 10 anything. hours late. Really? That Rihanna can run back later. So, what's your song pick, sir? <laughs> I didn't say to get a reaction out of you. It was the first thing that popped up. I thought it was. Uh, I mean, oh yeah, that to... happened at like 11 a.m. <laughs> I didn't know that. Cause you've been high all day. <laughs> yeah, no, it was either that or Will and Jada could have quote one of the ugliest divorces in showbiz history. End quote. They're not getting divorced. That's if people just. I mean, I feel like that happened months ago. My song is for to Doug and ESTG thump shit. Yeah, because like if you want to slide on some slide on the ops and shoot them up or sell fentanyl or do both, or, listen to that song first. Fentanyl. Yeah, that's a, this look, is a dare podcast. Yeah, <laughs> is it? Uh, <laughs> I just so I know. My, um, this is the the reason why. But uh, their album, uh, it uh, for real. I mean, to be honest, like it's a uh, gym music for me. Like mm. maybe mm, going crazy. Sense. That's type of music it is. All right, so here is one of the things I couldn't wait to talk about on here. Um, you know, everybody was doing the whole Twitter thing. We're canceling each other for X, Y, Z. Give me your X, Y, Z take, which mm-hmm. it don't really be cancelable takes. It really just be people thinking they're going against the grain, but saying what everybody was saying. So mm-hmm. big shout out to DJ Artistic out in LA. He tweeted, we're canceling each other over DJ takes today. Post your cancelable DJ related take. And I'm just going to read these that I think I agreed to. And we'll see how y'all feel about okay. it. Okay. Okay. Uh, DJ Grizzy, I ain't shout these niggas out. Fuck them. Um, no, I'm <laughs> sorry. He, he might listen to this podcast. Shout out to you, ah, uh, and all that. After 2022, uh, we need a break from dreams and nightmares. I thought that was like a given. Right. So that's something we agree with, right? Not a cancelable take. Yes. I thought so. Yes, too. that's a that's a very. No, I'm actually about take. to follow him for that take. Uh, you got a friend in me okay what about wipe me down what retiring that should be played at specific events never and i don't even like that nigga but never what about (laughs) yo god he sacked up that's a columbus thing if y'all niggas don't leave that fucking song along Um, i want that i want that played at my repast so that's my thoughts really (laughs) Listen I love that song. <laughs> Gotti got some dope mixtapes, so there's that. Next question. R.P. Dolph. Um, let's Bye. see the next tweet. Um, <laughs> being elitist about scratching slash spinning vinyl slash never using the sync button isn't the flex you think it is in 2022. Do we agree or disagree? <laughs> I disagree. It's absolutely a flex. Do I think that um, being elitist about it? I'm getting to that point. Uh, (laughs) I think that the OGs or the tenured DJs that look down on DJs that don't do that. um, I mean, we can cancel that that elitist attitude part of it, but it's absolutely a flex. That's part of the performance. Absolutely. But being assholes about it, absolutely not. Yeah, I think um, yeah. Uh, um, as the tweet goes, as far as niggas that look down on other people, um, y'all can beat it. But it's, yeah. if you can scratch and spin vinyl, 
Um, that's definitely something to be proud about as long as you, my, my rule in general in life is like, I don't care what you do as long as you're not, um, taking away from somebody else. Mm-hmm. So as long as you're not yeah. criticizing them or downing them, believe in what you want, do what you want. As long as you're not negatively affecting somebody else. So that, I guess, I guess I agree. I concur. Uh, Come on, this, lawyer. This is a, this is a good one. Um, there are DJs in your hometown that DJ better than the out of town slash influencer slash headliner DJ. You pay twenty to fifty dollars to go see, and y'all will continue to support because it's a quote look end quote for the gram. Yes, that was the whole tweet. Yeah, damn, he used um, all two eighty. I agree. <laughs> Wait, that read the bad. first half of that again because that was um, all hundred and forty characters plus some. <laughs> there are djs in your hometown that are better than the dj that comes from out of town slash that's an influencer slash that's a headliner that you pay 20 to 50 dollars to see facts i'm uh i'm gonna let y'all in on something this is the next topic after this but y'all about to not be able to see me or the rest of us if i can help it for free anymore because I feel like being too available is um, cause y'all to get spoiled. But we'll talk about that in a second. There's got to be some more. Read some more. I love this. We got to play this game every episode. Um, where is it? Oh, this, where did it just go? Oh, DJ's finds time to work in some good 90s old school and then plays Big Papa and Pony for a second time. Say it again? A second time. Basically, like he's saying that DJs that talk about they go going to their 90s band, bag and they end up playing songs like Big Pop and <laughs> Pony more than once. Uh, uh, that's <laughs> nasty work. Um, <laughs> why, why would you play those two songs twice, Chell? Uh, but I'm going to play them songs, so I yeah, don't know. Just not I'm more than once. Um, and I like to right. get in my 90s bag, so... Yeah, uh, you know, back in the day when you actually had to carry uh, records, I, I could understand it, but there's no excuse for you to be playing the same 60 songs at every party, um, DJ. So I think that's what they, what that's saying. Um, or more so, like, if you ain't got the range, don't try to get in that bag. Yeah. Just swiftly exit. <laughs> Here's a tweet for y'all. Skipping Nikki's feature is anti-woman, and I didn't sit through three men verses for you to do that. Agreed. Even though some <laughs> some of the recent features are skippable, or is anti? Well, she is a woman, so I think it's anti-Nikki and anti-woman. It's both. Or what? <laughs> what you mean? No, I, I thought uh, Riccio said or. Oh. I was about to say. Try to find a version that go that has Nikki first, because that happens a lot with Meg stuff. Like they're like, we know you want to hear Meg. Here's the yeah, version Meg with her first verse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're right. Um, there are other R and B songs besides "Can We Talk" and "When I See You." There are. That's a fun fact. That's- I- <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what you can't see is that I'm I'm scrolling through these tweets because every second or third tweet is stop playing dreams and nightmares oh. <laughs> um your music selection is ooh, your music selection is more important than your transitions false no nah, they go hand in hand 
it's definitely a even you have to have both because otherwise if you only have the music selection you just got a playlist oh damn, that's a good question i would rather i hate that i'm about to say this because y'all know what i preach but i do think music selection is better than uh transitions only because right, if we had to put them in in the sequence it, music selection is number one but music selection see because like let's say if you only have music good music selection then you a playlist and mm-hmm. you know we don't want that in the club either and we want the, the niggas that make good playlists they try to come and tell us a dj tell us how to dj right Mm-hmm. But then I guess I don't know. Oh yeah. I'm- but does a transition does a transition mean going from one song to another, or it, does it also encompass going from like one vibe to another? Because like you may ah. have great selection, Come on, but like if you are in like an Afro beats bag and then you immediately go into some like drill music, that may not be the best uh, use transition of your resources. So. Damn. You know, you're right. I don't know. We're going to have to ask the crowd on this. So if you listen to this, hit us up. Call us 1-800-223-9797. Um, sure. We're taking calls live. That's Hot 97 uh, phone number. That's an inside joke. Um, <laughs> stop saying it's for the ladies when you play sl- slow songs. We want to hear that hood shit. Bree say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is this a woman t- tweeting that saying like, yeah. like the women want to I... hear the hood shit? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I was like, uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like you, you got to know your crowd, I guess, to make a statement right. like that. Mm-hmm. I will say most of the time, when I slow it down, is only because a man asked me to. Like the host or the MC asked me to bring it down the ladies ain't ever asking me she right sis ain't lying ladies ain't ever asking me to to play i mean they'll vibe if it's a you know a good selection they'll go with it but they definitely want to turn up we because i too one of those ladies horizontal mode on serato is confusing both y'all use that huh x no 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 no. i use the vertical Uh me okay. that's me i've tried to i was do looking it. at don't fret his computer one time and i was like how do you do this this is making me dizzy so actually how that happened was um i was trying to not get in the habit of getting stuck you know most people like you learn something one way and you just do it that way forever you don't maximize mm-hmm. like a program or a system mm-hmm. or you know a, a a device because you found you know the the source that works for you to get you from a to z and you don't look for any other options so what i was doing was to kind of like keep my brain active as i was switching through all the different ones and i just ended up liking horizontal the best i actually hate vertical now it's not confusing at all i don't i feel like reseal the next time we're together i'm gonna show you a couple things you're gonna be like oh duh because that's what happened to me i was like duh this works way better than vertical brie is od with that check, printer check, right check. now please tell her i said that <laughs> she girl. said brie is od with that printer right now Sorry. that printer going crazy like girl you just want to be seen go away <laughs> <laughs> you, 
They're printing out the Bible. Right, she ain't printing out shit either. <laughs> What's she check, printing? Check, check. What you printing? I knew it was some bullshit. Bye, girl. Right. She said, I knew it was some bullshit. Um, I'm keeping all this in there. So, the next tweet. Make sure you add her Twitter on there, too, then. <laughs> Don't play swag surf. Oh, this one's funny. <laughs> Wait, it's, how do we feel How do we feel about swag surf? Because I'm uh, never letting it go. Only at Orange Soda. I want, only want the remix. Okay. Mm. Not mad at that. Mm. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not playing outside of Orange Soda. Okay. Um, it, it's literally okay if you let songs play out for a while. Some of y'all be out there playing ringtones. <laughs> well, I'm going to keep it cute and say it depends on who you're talking to. Yep. Ringtones is funny. That's that funny. was a great. Here's a... Here's another one. Retire that Meek Mill song, please. I don't even know the lyrics. I think that is why you want to cancel it because you don't know the lyrics to Dreams and Nightmares. Right. That's anti Feeling of missing out. <laughs> That's because you grew up in your head, though. Girl, tell her to print. What did she say? She said she don't know the words of Dreams and Nightmares. Tell her to print the lyrics out since she printing shit. She said print the lyrics out since she printing shit. <laughs> Um, do, 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 do. I'm about to find just one more. And no, no, Soka. I don't, do y'all listen to or play Soka? Uh, listen to it randomly. Play I listen it, no. to it. I've never had a chance to play it because that can like go really good or really bad. Facts. That's why I haven't, I haven't jumped out that window yet. I. When I found out there was like five different genres of uh, Spanish music, I, I thought it was all the same. I was like, nah, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Before I Let Go needs to retire as a let out song. How was that a let out song? I ain't never. We're talking about the original version? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that the song that they play at all the end of the Tyler Perry movies? I mean, that's a let out. <laughs> oh. Probably. I mean, maybe it is at the end of the Tyler Perry movies, yeah. I don't, oh, I don't play that personally. I don't play that as a let out song. Yeah, that's a... I guess that's why I was saying, like, I've never played it as that, so I cannot relate. What is a, your go-to let out song? Or is there one at all since we tend to freestyle uh i don't have one i don't have a go-to it kind of just like my parties just kind of end <laughs> it also depends like i remember I, being like at our bar one time and like one of the last songs i played because marlon kept asking to this was also when the album like first came out was like way too sexy i played it like three times that night because wait he let you play it. way too sexy he specifically asked come on pacific that pisses me off because anytime I try to get a, a vibe like that, Chuck was like, <laughs> "What the nope? We ain't having it." Hell no, the RB. But I was RB, always on the RB. lookout for Chuck. I was always like, "Girl, I used to try to dodge him. He would used to run up. He would run up on me, look and be like this." <laughs> I'm like, "All right, fine, but they want to turn up a little bit. I can't give them ten minutes of a turn up." 
I'm probably the reason why it ain't there now. That's sad. Sorry. Long live Arbar. Now we about to come back. Uh, shout out to uh, the owners of Camel Eye Sellers. We, we about to do some work real quick. Anyway, um, all, all these literally like sixty percent of these tweets are dreams and nightmares. How do you think okay. Meek Mill feels about that? I think. Do we care? Give a fuck, what to be and don't. Yeah. I'm just curious. Like, what do you? What would you think as an artist if you see sixty percent of the retweets were "Please don't play this song anymore"? How would you feel? Um, I'd probably be like, "That's one." If that was my only song, I'd probably be salty. But I got albums that people consider classic in some circles. I mean, you gotta think of it like if I made my money off of it. I don't care what you think. Like you see that. I'm sure um, people... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, I was just gonna say, like, I'm sure everybody was saying that about single ladies and Beyonce. And she's like, I made my millions off of that song. Right. I don't care if y'all play it again. Who should That's be salty what... is Vic, who, who, the the guy that made a uh, wobble. Because I'm sure he's not getting paid for none of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I reposted a video on Instagram yesterday of, of Michelle um, Williams saying. It's okay. You know, I might not be everybody's favorite, but still got paid. Right. Period. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's right, sis. So that's, uh, I guess that's the vibe. It's like SMD, like, yeah. cut the check. Period. I need to stop saying that. What? What? what <laughs> cut the check. Period. <laughs> I'm sure people that listen are like, girl, shut the hell up. That's you. That's your uh, tag, I guess. Um, No. So the last topic I, um, I kind of wanted to bring up, and we talked about this yesterday on FaceTime. Was it yesterday? Yes, yesterday. You and I? Yeah, you and Ta-da. I. you like, well, what are we talking about? No, none of that other stuff. Oh, uh, no. Um, basically about <laughs> goal setting. I'll share what I shared with you um, years ago, probably like 2008, when I first moved back to Columbus um, to DJ. Well, just to come back home, not to DJ, but I started trying to DJ here. Um, one of my friends that worked at Chase with me was like, you should try to be on the radio. At this time, I was just doing like little parties or whatever. And and I told this person, no, that that wasn't one of my goals. I just want to keep doing what I'm doing. And the fact of the matter was I, I was scared. I was scared to a- ask for opportunity and not be good, good enough to get it or to be put in that place and to fail. Um, mm-hmm. And then fast mm-hmm. forward to um, – I've you know, done all these things, and then Orange Soda started, and Orange Soda uh, picked up, and you know, it's a monthly thing. It's doing this thing, and I was talking to uh, Review Media about, you know, remember back in the day we used to be be happy we get one gig a month, and if we got more than hundred dollars for it, it'd be great. And you know, now we now you got Orange Soda, you're doing monthly thing. You got two monthly events you booked out, and I was like, yeah, you know, like back in the day I used to dream for this, and now I'm living it, and. Oh, you know those words, huh? I, she said I used to pray for times like this to rhyme like the, no. Um, and now I'm like, I feel like I'm still just playing it safe. Like I know I'm trying, you know, like Anderson Pack said, it's I'm trying very hard to be humble, but I I can't when when we're selling fifty dollar tickets to Orange Soda, people are giving their thirty dollars extra then no $35 extra and get nothing in return for that other than then you know they fuck with us so it's hard for me to be humble when we got the best party in Columbus but I do feel like I'm gonna go on Friday I'm gonna kill it 
Mm. All these gigs I got this weekend, I'm going to kill them. And then mm-hmm. what? The, the, the crowd probably not even going to appreciate it. And the ones that do see me a thousand times and they getting old, long in the tooth. And so <laughs> the new crowd going to come in and these people these days, they don't dance. I did that party for uh, Jerry. I just asked Tripp um, about the R&B party uh, and what he thought about it. And he said that uh, I did a great job. He, he said, and I quote, you killed it, but the party was trash. And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> he was like, yeah, you did a great job. You was doing your thing. You was in your bag. I got a little twerk off it. But everybody else was just standing around. Nobody was doing anything. And I think I'm right. to the point where I need to be, I need to expand on what I'm doing and get in front of different crowds. Mm-hmm. Um, because, uh, like I was telling, like I was saying on FaceTime, like it, it's you gotta put in the perspective that DJ Drama just won a Grammy. Uh, somebody that right. started making mixtapes in his basement. So anything is possible, and I think I'm talented enough to be doing more than what I'm doing right now. But if you want to share what you had to say about that, you can. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just said that um, I had saw uh, Ohio, I believe she was an Ohio uh, female DJ that had tweeted something like, contract signed, I'm heading to Coachella for the, you know, to DJ for the weekend. And it, it just kind of opened my eyes to the fact that like, sometimes you're so used to doing what you're doing um and just in that like rut of doing the same thing over and over you don't even realize like what's outside of what you're doing and mm-hmm. I'm like damn I don't even know if I ever thought like DJing at Coachella was something that I could do like it's never even crossed my mind until um I saw her tweet so it just um inspired me and motivated me to kind of you know write sit down and really <clears throat> think about like what my goals are where I would like to take this write that down and then uh execute say a prayer and execute let me ask you um i don't know how to phrase this but okay so have you ever oh, i'm gonna give you an example you're going to target all the time right huh. you, you go to target you shop you know <laughs> everything about the store but then like what if you got a job there and then they give you a shirt and you're like, mm-hmm. you know, you in the back, you see all, where all the stuff works in the back and where the clock in that. And you feel like you've been, you've, oh, you've been, you unlocked a different world or a different viewpoint on something you've seen and experienced a hundred times, right? Um, when did that point come for you with DJing? Um, cause you know, it's like at one point you were just a, a party goer and then, I don't know if you ever even were conscious of what might go on in the behind the scenes, the security, booking gigs and DJ sound, all that. But then, you know, once you start doing it, it's like, okay, now I'm on the other side of things. Uh, I think, and I, obviously I didn't know it at the time, but there was a long time I was just like in a, I guess you could say like a a perpetual state of like self-loathing and um, self-doubt. So I just, I didn't see things clearly. I didn't, I didn't see beyond what the, the mess that I was living in. Um, and then I got out of a situation and was on my own. And that really just opened my eyes to the things that were, you know, out there, the things that I could do, the things that I could pursue. And I'm still very limited in my sight. Like, 
like I said, I just saw a tweet, you know, recently that was like, damn, could I DJ Coachella? I'm still limited in my site, but I'm just working hard every day to like broaden that view and that perspective. Um, so yeah, it just took, it took for me to want to get out of that negative cycle that I was in and to like really do the work for mm-hmm. me to go, Hey, burn you, we train me and then get into the profession and then start seeing things behind the scenes. I guess I probably could have condensed that question. If I wasn't high, but <laughs> I guess what, I was, uh, what I'm trying to put in perspective for you is that like you DJ in a festival is big. I, I think I don't even, I realize the magnitude cause I'm not a consumer anymore. So mm-hmm. I'm behind mm-hmm. the scenes. So, but for people that don't do what we do, that don't, that aren't in the entertainment business, like it's a big deal to see someone like Manny Fresh and to have to pay right. a dollar amount and then go in there. And so it's not like that, like, I guess what I can compare it to is like, you are so classics, you're not a lemonade stand. It's not like you're not doing stuff that anybody could just pick up and do. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, with that being said, if you so classics, then you could be Macy's one day because you all to, to the common consumer, you are Macy's, but mm-hmm. for, for you, you probably just think like, Oh, I'm just going through the motions. I'm just doing this. And like, I guess what I'm trying to say is in the most humble way possible, what we do is not regular. Um, I, I, I don't know if you feel like I just gave it to you or, 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 or maybe it's that you put in the work and you, you deserve this, but um, it's, it's still not regular. Like, regular people there are dozens of people in our inbox right now like how can i get an orange soda i want to dj blah, blah, blah. and we're there every every month and that's not by circumstance circumstance or by me doing favors it's you are at the height of columbus nightlife and so why not why can't you go to the next step and the next step there's no like physical limitation like yeah, you play basketball in high school, but you're not going to the WNBA. Yeah, like, it's not it's not the physical limitation; it's the mental right. limitation. And mm-hmm. I just for ever since I was a kid, like if some for some reason, if someone doesn't mention something to me or doesn't um, you know put that bug in my ear, I unfortunately. I only see what's in front of me. Sometimes it, it, it depends on the scenario, you know, it depends on like, if it's a relationship or like, you know, an, a work situation, but sometimes I can only, I can't see past what's in front of me. That yeah. That is a mental limitation, a cognitive limitation that I have um, that I just really have to work at. And I think for me, what helps is just like reading more, researching more, you know, getting mm-hmm. on YouTube, just looking and, and getting little um, tidbits here and there that can help me see further than where I'm at currently. Uh, yeah. And mm-hmm. to clarify, when I was saying you, I mean, specifically you, so don't, not, don't take that personal. I didn't. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying, like, if you do this, why can't you do this? Um, and secondly, I, I, I guess that's what I meant about, like, mental versus physical is like, um, because it's not like a physical limitation that you can't be taller or faster it's like the possibilities are endless and i'll be looking at djs on like they're on bigger platforms it's like i mean true it's putting in the work and the practice and the hours but it's not something that i can't because i I can definitely do that like and then just be in the right place so i just feel like if you're out there you're trying to dj it's kind of like any profession there's a top level 
and that people didn't get inserted at the top. They climbed their way all the way up. So you ain't got to guess a number or pick the right combination. It's just that usually um, to get to the top, you just got to outlast and rise above. So, with, yeah, so with any profession, with any profession, just, you know, have the same mind state. But yeah, I just, I just wanted to say that because um, I feel like a lot of the times we we can be too humble. And there's a balance between being humble and being, what's the opposite of humble? Braggadocious. Oh, yeah, there you go. See, you know, English is my second language. So, <laughs> humble and braggadocious. And I feel like you can turn people off going either way, to be honest. So, you want to definitely want to find the balance. I'm definitely more on the modest side of things. I'm slowly crawling out of that. Um, I've had people that told me that's not doing me any good, especially when I'm a, a lot better than I give myself credit for. So, well, you know, there's also some power in that, in that you, I don't know, maybe I'm basing it off this tweet I saw last week. Um, you know, I'm a lawyer by trade. So um, there's a tweet about um, a trial lawyer who had got some like really bad feedback from like one of her first managing partners. And they were basically saying like, you're too soft and timid, like you'll never be a good trial lawyer. And she ended up, you know, doing very well in her career. And instead of trying to mimic what other people do and how other people present themselves, she just turned within and really honed in on what her strengths were. Mm -hmm. And that is what gave her the edge over some people and set her apart from some people. So whether you're braggadocious or not, you know, you have the foundation to go very far. That sounds good. But from a marketing standpoint, <laughs> like, I feel like it's more appealing these days to talk about how good, I guess that is the balance. Talking about how good you are, but not compared to somebody else. Like, not how much better you are than somebody else. It's just a general thing. Kind of like, okay, so if I said, I'm the best rapper, I got a lot. Or if I said, I'm the best rapper. I'm better than X, X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. I feel like those are taken differently in today's society because uh, people don't like to be challenged in general. So if you either just saying you the best, um, and but you're not specific, I feel like people, I don't know. I, I guess I'm trying to say that people are a little more sensitive these days and they, they don't like to compete or to be challenged. So when somebody like, gets gets on a platform and says I'm better than you that's whack they're not accepted as much as somebody just says I'm just here I'm having a good time like I'm I'm really good at my craft does that make sense what I'm trying to say yeah I think for me though like I've never I don't know that's just not really I might I might jokingly like be that way but like in real life as far as like DJing for me come to my party and I'll show you I don't feel like I need to get on Twitter and change my handle to the best the best woman DJ in Columbus, Ohio. Like, because if you come to my party, you you're gonna have a good you're gonna see what the hype is about for those that do hype me, right? So I don't. I probably should like. I, I gotta find a balance because 
I know that I've been a little too modest, but I really just feel like I'm one of those people where the work, it, it speaks for itself. So yeah, I don't know. And we yeah. lost one. <laughs> she she said, on, fuck y'all. <laughs> she was on that dial up. No, um, I don't know. I, I'm still trying to find my balance between um, like, you know, standing firm in my accomplishment. It, I, I guess it kind of, so here's the thing. I don't know. Let me admit whatever her grandma's name is. So, yeah, here's the thing. If I, I feel like if I post something on social media that says, uh, on the best, y'all ain't fucking with me. Like, a direct thing. Like, not just like, I'm fly, I'm fresh, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I'm the best at what I do. I feel like that's not received as well as if I just go on there and say, hey, I'm here having a good time. God bless y'all. Like, literally, like, if you see all these people that's like fake influencers, like, they, they have something spiritual in their bio and they're just like, I'm here for the good vibes. I don't want, I don't want any conflict. I don't want to hurt nobody. And then I feel like, like you said, like, the work speaks for itself. But when people are more vocal on places like so impressionable on social media, um, they'll take a statement more than a just come and see. You know? Uh, yeah, but that's just because everybody has an opinion. And everybody has a fave, too. So for me, where what I see a lot is it don't even be other DJs. It just be people that have faves, and I'm not their fave, right? So if I say something, nah, you're not fucking with you know, whoever my fave is. And, and again, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about none of that. Come to my party and see if I'm fucking <laughs> with your favorite or not. And nine times out of 10, I'm better than your fave. Per. I saw a tweet. <laughs> no, I, I saw a tweet about uh You need to focus. Right. Wrap this shit up. <laughs> Six nine said something about Nikki's what she said about the bars. She's like, he's like, I wasn't feeling that. Who gives a fuck what you think? Six nine. He's still yeah. relevant. He still got Twitter. He not a witness protection. Somebody I thought al- they was besties. He said, uh, threatening the barbs and the fans is crazy. Um, boy, go to hell or jail. Pick one of the two, and please shut. Should have been in jail. Yeah, somebody quote tweeted and said, "Y'all are slowly taking the bait and letting him back into the convo." And I'm like, that's a hundred percent true um but to close this who is y'all yeah i, I don't i don't listen to that guy's music but I, yeah i just want to say um i'm doing some career consulting and i'm trying to go to the next level and um shout out to soundbender institute um that's a dj workshop that's opening in cleveland i ran by some um some great DJs, um, and they know we need what they're to get doing. That. We need to get them on the podcast so we can talk about the sh- their uh, program they're offering. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Corey Grant, who's one of them, said, he, one, he's the one that said he listens to the podcast now, so shout out to him. And he said uh, he'll come on, come on whenever we're ready. He's lit. So we just need to get the other two. Um, I thought you were going to say what the next obvious comment is, is that, hey, we should have something like that in Columbus. And let me tell you why it's not going to work. Because <laughs> <laughs> people got their favorites. 
and people mm-hmm. got their clicks. And so if DJ A, B, and C started a school, DJ D, E, and F like, well, he a good DJ, but he ain't me, so I'm not going to support that. I'm going to just start my own. Right, or, instead of pulling <coughs> resources. Me. Or, yeah, or instead of pulling resources is I'm going to go do my own and, or or I'm not fucking with that or both. Mm-hmm. And so I literally just saw this before we started the podcast. There's a local Instagram page called Dear Columbus Events where I, I think it's relatively new. I'm not sure who runs it, um, but they post, you know, what's going on on the weekend. or And it looks like maybe not even just in Columbus. But when I was going through their story earlier, they reposted something from Verge FM. And it is upcoming DJ workshops and open decks at 934 Gallery in Columbus, Ohio. Oh. So I took a screenshot of that. I'll, I can put that in the uh, chat if you guys would like to see it or forward it to you on IG. That's something that um, I'm interested in. I want to pull up and see what they got going on. But let's do it. Is that free I, or is it a. I, I don't know tell. yet. I haven't had a chance to click on the link in the bio, but uh, I literally just saw that right before we started. Cool, cool. I'm so spots are limited too. and signups work on a first come first serve basis so maybe free i'm not sure but um i'm definitely trying to see what that's what that's about yeah all right bet so yeah um definitely go Let's out and support that been. as long as it's uh you know doing what it's supposed to do i, I just thought um trying to collab with djs in uh columbus um you know there's just pockets of clicks and just because you ain't say it to me, don't mean I ain't here to disrespect. So, facts. Um, and I did agree with the point you was trying to make, but yeah. uh, I wanted to mention that while I was thinking of it because I probably wouldn't have mentioned it. I forgot about it until you uh, brought up your the point you were making. Nah, I get it. Um, but yeah, that's all I had. So, uh, nothing else on this list. Um, let me think of. Uh, put you on the game let me see oh well yeah um the free game episode i mean the free game segment um is take your multivitamins and get eight hours of sleep and drink your water drink that water baby a gallon a day and mind your business and practice 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 but yeah so um next week we're gonna have a couple guests and i mean at least one and uh, that'll be the last episode for, before I go to Jamaica. So looking forward to that. Um, catch us out this weekend. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And share the podcast with a friend. Each one, teach one. Hey. All right. Love. Bye. <laughs> Girl, not bye like we was on the phone, chair. <laughs>